Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello and welcome to Better Living a show about the people and organizations that make an impact in our area. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. Today we are returning to an organization that was one of the first, actually, Episode 9. It is Social Venture Partners. Here to speak with me is their CEO, Tony Fleo. How are you doing today? Good, Nick. How are you? I'm doing great. I really want to uh, thank you for uh, coming back to the show. As I mentioned, you were one of the first guests that I had. I think maybe the second one I actually had in studio. So I'm glad that you decided to come back. For those that don't know what SVP is, let's let's just start there with the basics. What is Social Venture Partners? Sure. So Social Venture Partners is an organization of professional men and women who come together to give their not only their financial support to worthy causes, but they give their skills and their business acumen to help the capacity of social enterprises so that they can grow and achieve their missions. So our folks work in the background uh, supporting organizations that are doing great things here in the city of Dallas. When, I, when we first spoke, this was the first time I had access or even understanding of an organization like this. What I had been doing, I was interviewing people that had, you know, they would help people find food or they would help people. It was a very mission-specific type thing that these organizations would do. What your organization is doing is basically optimizing those types of organizations. Would you say that's a good way to kind of put it? It is. You know, our our motto is do good better. And we believe that there is, uh, you know, there are some organizations that are really doing great things and they're doing them in a way that is really effective. We're very interested in working with organizations that are, are working upstream rather than downstream. And when I say that, they're, they're the organizations that are looking at trying to figure out why these problems exist and solving them systemically. So direct services organizations are very important. We need to feed the hungry. We need to clothe the naked. We need to do all of those kinds of direct service things. But the organizations that are really working on why are there hungry people? And why do we have these problems and trying to solve the systemic issues? Those are the ones that we're most interested in because obviously if they can solve these problems, they'll have the biggest impact. Outside of looking at things uh, in a larger perspective, what are some of the other things that make an organization appealing to SVP? Sure. We're looking for, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks when they're investing in, in a company um, will or even, you know, betting on the horse races, they'll, they'll decide whether they're betting on the horse or the jockey. Right. Okay. We look for the, We look for the combination. We look for a really strong, extraordinary director, executive director, leader. And we look for a mission that is filling a gap. We're, we're really not too interested in um, looking at an organization where six or seven other nonprofits or even for-profit businesses are competing in the same space. But we're looking for those organizations that have the chance to fill a gap and that we can help grow pretty rapidly and that they can replicate their services. So we're looking for those kinds of organizations that are interested in growing and replicating. In the past, though, hasn't SVP kind of worked to consolidate groups that are maybe working in the same area, but you found that they could, if they combined forces, they could actually create a bigger impact. So 
we've we've always been about trying to make bigger impact, whether that means bringing people in the same space together, uh, trying to introduce people, connecting people, connecting organizations that are doing the same work. The, the intentionality around uh, mergers or things like that, that has not been our space. We're certainly capable of doing that. We've helped in very limited cases of doing that. But we're, abs- we're absolutely dedicated to bringing people together in collective impact, which is, which is something about what you're speaking. But it is a deliberate and kind of intentional way of thinking about solving a critical problem. And that means bringing people together for common achievements. They agree on these goals ahead of time. And they work towards those goals from their different aspects of the endeavor. When I first started this show and started trying to assess who was going to be a part of this show, I got some good advice. And that was look at organizations that have been around for a long time. That usually lets you know that they're doing something good and that they're worth spending time with. Now, does SVP kind of follow that model or are you not afraid to go after a young organization that you think is doing good work? Actually, our, our sweet spot is organizations that are maybe three to five years old. They've had some success. We think that they're going to have an enormous amount of success, and we want to get in there and help them get what they need. Uh, we will work with organizations of all sizes, but by the time you get a really established organization, you know, most nonprofits are, are uh, the big ones are very sophisticated businesses. Sure. And so the, the services that we bring in a pro bono consulting way to our organizations, they don't need. They can hire the best consultants to come in and help them. We're really Really working with the ones who are startups, who are in their second stage of development, where our pro bono consulting services from our partners can really help them achieve the next level. So for these organizations, they're established in what they're doing, and you're able to tell that they're doing good work, but they're not as set in stone as other organizations are. So the help that you would provide them, they're able to use and actually kind of adjust. Correct. Okay. Correct. All right. Now, it, I was looking on your website, which is socialventurepartners.org, that the organizations you've got now, it looks like you have maybe five or six organizations that you're helping currently. Is that accurate? That is correct. But we are socialventurepartnersdallas.org. Dallas.org. Because we belong to an international network. So there are you know, many organizations. We, we, we share an a international umbrella. Um, but each city is governed locally where we raise our own funds locally and distribute, distribute them locally. But we do belong to a uh, much larger network. Well, let's do that plug again and do it right. Socialventurepartnersdallas.org. Uh, like I said, on that website, I saw you're working with the organization's first three years. Yes. Skill Quest, Readers to Leaders, Education Opens Doors, and Children at Risk. Currently, those are in our portfolio, yes. Does the organization always work with a certain number of organizations, or will that kind of flux? It, it will... Uh flux a bit. We have, um, you know, our partners come to us as volunteers, right? So we have to determine whether the project is in the wheelhouse of our current partners, and then we have to determine how much bandwidth we have. And that allows us to work with X number of partners each year, or X number of investees or advisees, as we call them. Has SVP kind of streamlined how they want to execute the work that they're doing? If you look at what these groups are doing, it's almost running the gamut of age across Dallas. So you're starting with uh, an organization like First Three Years where you're helping toddlers and infants up to another organization that is helping to make sure that adults get better jobs or better job opportunities within that space in between, helping kids get better access to education, making sure they stay out of trouble so that they can get educated. Is there a theme there that I'm seeing? You're, you're, um, 
hitting on a good a good strategic uh, question for social venture partners, and it's one that we deal with internally. Are we specifically going to take on one area and make an impact, or are we going to be uh, pretty faithful to that, looking for those ventures that fill a gap, regardless of whether it's a particular age group or what demographic? And so we're leaning more towards looking at the organizations that fill a gap uh, and that are working upstream in no matter what the area of need is. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of worked out that way. There does seem to be a pattern, but that's just the way it fell. Exactly. Okay. So with these organizations, is there a time limit that you have with them? Is Is there like a specific way that you deal with them as far as how long you'll be involved? Sure. Organizations come to us uh, first seeking pro bono consulting work from our partners. They might have a marketing project that they need, a technology project that they need help with. Um, And so our partners will go and work on a project. And at that point, they're accepted into our portfolio as advisees. If that project goes well and our partners who are working on it want to do further projects, we can entertain that. Or we can move and or we can move them to investee status where we're actually going to invest dollars and help them from a financial perspective as well. So there's a couple of different levels that we work with organizations. So people can understand a little better as to what you guys are doing for these organizations. What are the things that you're doing for them? Because we keep using these words like streamline and optimize, but that that could be anything. Right. You know, normally organizations will have marketing projects. It's, you know, you would never start a for-profit business with no marketing budget, but every good cause that has started starts with no marketing budget, right? And so they get into an area where they're like having some success, but nobody knows their story and nobody knows anything about them. And they don't quite have the budget to go hire that marketing director or the social media person. So we create those strategies, either the marketing strategy for them, or we create a hiring strategy so that they know what kind of person to go after. Of course, IT is a big deal for nonprofits. And nonprofits are businesses just like a for-profit business, but they just have a different tax code, but they need all the same services in order to be successful that a for-profit business needs. And so oftentimes in a, a director will have limited experience in some areas, most business managers do, and they have to go and hire consultants in other areas. IT consultants are very expensive. Marketing consultants are very expensive. So we fill that gap. Our pro bono consulting services work in those areas where we provide these services so that they can get to the level where they can go and hire consulting firms or hire the personnel in-house to do these things. IT and marketing are almost the same thing nowadays if you're looking at it from a certain standpoint. Has it almost made things easier for SVP to help these organizations uh, because of the the importance that is now placed on social media as a marketing platform? Well, you know, the you, in one way, it's easier in a sense. But in the second way, if it's like when we do, a, and this is no uh, dig to the CPAs listening, but when we do a, a financial services uh, consulting project, you know, you get a different opinion from every professional that you talk to about what the what the needs are of that organization, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're a young executive director and you're working on a startup organization and you're going 90 to nothing trying to achieve your mission, and then you have to make a decision about what marketing strategy you're going to use or what software you're going to use, that is derailing because there are so many opinions, so many choices, so so much to learn in that area just to make the right choice so you don't spend, you don't waste your limited amount of money that you have to go buy a certain software or create a certain marketing plan, right? And so, you know, to have 
five partners from SVP who have expertise in this area come and meet with you and visit with you and give you your options is really invaluable. And so it's in some ways it's it's a little bit more complicated today because there are so many services that one can purchase out there. So these are presented as options. It's not one of those things where you develop a business plan for them and you say, stick to this. This is going to work. I've got the experts. Like, Just follow this. You're good. Or is there pushback? Well, it is a it is a clear give and take. I mean, you know, when you, we can make all kinds of recommendations, but there are there is no obligation on the part of the organization to accept what we are what we're telling them to do, right? Um, and uh, there's a lot of things that go into whether or not they can accept these these recommendations. But the thing about our partners is they are so well connected. You know, in Dallas, these are very highly successful business folks, and they have connections to all kinds of resources, even if they're not partners in SVP, and they leverage those relationships for the organization to help them to be able to implement the recommendations that they make. Is there a mentoring aspect that SPP, SVP delivers to some of these, especially younger organizations, maybe outside of purely out of pure business principles? Not formally, but our our partners that we put on those projects are doing a lot of mentoring and coaching with the with the executive while they're working on the projects, for sure. Actually, that's maybe a good question to ask. So for, when you get an organization like first three years, let's say, is there a normal process of, of the people that you're going to involve with helping that organization from the very start? Or is there maybe a review process that SVP goes through and then decides oh, you know, who would be good for this? Or you're going to need extra help in this, so let's let's do that. So, you know, an organization will, you know, make an application for their project. We will review it with our staff and make sure it's a project that we can we can staff with our pro bono partner consulting, consulting partners. And then our staff will pick the partners that are best for that project. We, we put a lead partner on every project, someone who is able to stick with the project and kind of manage it, and then they have access to the partnership. If they need additional resources and we have those within the partnership, then they can put those people on that project as the project develops. Do you have a number on the uh, partners that are actually involved with SCP, SVP, or is that always changing because it's always going to require different things for different organizations? Sure, it absolutely is always changing, and I say we have you know 100% partner participation at SVP because all of our partners have to make a financial contribution in order to participate in our work. Um, our work is all about strengthening the uh, capacity of an organization. So we don't restrict our funds and we don't restrict the kinds of projects that we work on because we believe in operations. We believe in the importance of operations in order to succeed. And so you have to have these strong systems in place in order to succeed. So our partners who come to, to us have a belief that operations is really important, strong, secure systems in place really help an organization grow. So they have that belief and they want to support that in organizations that are doing well. So at that level, 100% of our partners are engaged. And then, you know, we are a no-guilt zone. Our partners are very successful people. They are very busy people. But when they can give you three hours of their time, even if it's three hours a year, and it's on a particular project, and they can unleash their networks to help with that project, well, that's extremely valuable to an organization. So is that is that part of the – because I, I – I view this as maybe a beginning stages type thing where you, you kind of start from the ground up and then it grows uh, from there. But I guess what you're saying is that for a certain organization, they're starting to implement a new plan and then you're going to help them with that plan and incorporate all these people in the SVP network. That is correct. Okay, so that's the best way to really help these organizations. It may not be 
from the ground up. It is going to be how they're spreading their tentacles, let's say, across Dallas to make sure that their objective is met. Exactly. So our mission is, is twofold. It's to build the capacity of uh, social enterprises, and it is also to do education for philanthropists, you know, to, to people who want to come in to our network. They want to do philanthropy in a smarter, more impactful way. We provide those kinds of educational opportunities for our partners, and we provide them with like-minded people who help them think about the things that they're interested in and build projects around what those what our individual philanthropists are interested in as well. We are about halfway through the year, and as I said, it's been over a year since you and I talked for the first time. Um, what is what does the rest of the year look like for social venture partners? Are you, are you just focusing on these these groups that you have here? Are you already starting to look at new prospects? How does how does sure. this work for the rest of the year for you? Sure. So we just completed an application process. We just accepted uh, a new group of uh, social enterprises through a kind of Shark Tank. We call it. Um, no, we don't call it Shark Tank. They'd be really upset. For we call it Spark <laughs> Tank. It's a similar thing to Shark Tank. Okay. Um, where the nonprofits come and pitch to our organization to our partners, and our partners pick which uh, which organizations we're going to accept. So we just recently did that. But we have several processes and projects that we're working on. We are um, in a collaborative of funders around Dallas who are looking at investing now in for-profit, for-good businesses. So that's, that's um, this impact investing is what it's called. Mm. And we're looking at uh, how do we make Dallas a center of impact investing um, the East Coast and the West Coast seems to have mastered that a bit, and they, they have a head start on us, and we're not doing that so well here in, in Dallas. So we have deliberately and intentionally put a group of the funders in the city that uh, normally f fund just um, uh, nonprofit organizations to really look at how do we invest in for-profit businesses that are going to make a significant difference in uh, the social problems that we're trying to solve. So that's a whole new area that we're getting into. It's a very exciting area, and it creates a lot of collaboration amongst the funders in Dallas who are working on that. Why has Dallas fallen behind in this, or, or not as up-to-date as, as companies on the coasts, let's say? That, you know, that's a really good question. The, the, each, uh, part of the, each part of the country has a particular culture about the way we handle social problems, if you will. And our culture here in Dallas has been so clearly defined by the philanthropic method of, of giving. And uh, we're just a little bit slower on this new paradigm. You know, there are legal questions that you have to jump through. How can nonprofits or funders invest in a for-profit thing for return? There's lots of legal issues. It's just hard. And when you, um, you know, or have a mindset of doing it one way, it's a little bit tougher to change that mindset. But I have every confidence in the Dallas community that we're going to be able to do that and make some significant changes. Is there a chance that this will branch off into its own organization or will this always be under the SVP Umbrella, because like you're saying, you know, you're 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 juggling this very fine line between for profit and nonprofit. So it's it's really not under the SVP umbrella. We're just acting as kind of a, a project manager at the moment for this whole network. So we are creating kind of an independent entity of collaborators to look at this independently, this new kind of investing, and hopefully, you know, some. It, really cool stuff could come out of it. It could be its own entity that we're all contributing to, and it's listening to pitches all day and just mm -hmm. bringing the best ones to the funders. And so these are all exciting steps that we're trying to create to see what we can make work. We'll make some mistakes along the way, but I think the payoff will be really big. 
was this because you saw a gap here for that? Like you said, it's not as developed here as it might be on the coast. Projects like this, or is it just because you're surrounded by people that are that are constantly moving in a business sense uh, towards something greater? Where was the origin there? So uh, there have been a few organizations, a few funding organizations that have been doing a little bit of this already in Dallas on their own. They they really led led the pack in this. Um, but it really, the impetus really came from uh, Living Cities, which was an organization that identified certain cities in, in the country and brought some matching funding to the local community to make these impact investments as kind of a kickstart, right? If you will, if you can get into this work, we're gonna we're gonna match you with some money that's gonna help you really continue on. And so it was a number of factors that came together. Uh, so much so that our annual event at the end of October called Big Bang will the whole theme will be around impact investing and what that means. Um, we are thrilled that the United Way is co-sponsoring that with us. The um, Dallas Federal Reserve is co-sponsoring it as well. So we will have the one day Big Bang all on uh, the last Thursday of October, all on this theme of impact investing. And then on the Friday after, we will do a deeper dive of the nuts and bolts at the Federal Reserve um, for how to do how to get involved in this, so we're pretty excited about that coming up as well. Uh, you brought a guest with you I did. today, who we're going to be talking to in the next segment. But uh, we're going to use this individual as a way to kind of understand how SVP works with his partners uh, around the Dallas Fort Worth area. I'm talking about George Balder, and I I want to know how he got involved with SVP and, and how this relationship works. Should I tell the real story, George? George is sitting here with us, and he's going to speak. <laughs> yes, he next. is. He's, he's in. He's in here. You know, I, it, it, this is how it often happens. You know, people come to us because they are uh, attracted to one of our partners who are already working. They're attracted to the mission, and somebody introduces them to the organization. I was at a charity charity event, did not know George, and he was there and invited a stranger to come out to dinner with him as we visited and chatted. And I got to learn about his philanthropic uh, work in the city, the things that he was interested in. And then, you know, I just said f- flat out, Social Venture Partners needs to look more like our city. We struggle in uh, bringing on Latino leadership. I need your help. And True philanthropists, when somebody says, I need your help, and they recognize it as an important mission, say okay and say yes. And so George answered that invitation to not only help me build the uh, social venture membership so that we look like the city of Dallas, the people that are actually working at Social Venture Partners reflect who we are in this community, which is a very diverse community. Um, so he, he's helping me do that. But we're also helping to solve some problems that the city has that the city has not been able to solve. And when you get extraordinary leadership like that in your city, you want to be associated with them. So it is an honor for SVP that George is a member, not the other way around. Is this a, is this a pretty typical way of how you find partners? You know, you were talking about it was just a simple going out to go get some dinner and conversation started and now here we are. Sure. Um, is that an important thing for for people to realize that that's those social interactions can have great impact? Well, I believe that's the only way. I mean, the relationships are everything in this in the work that we do. You know, you're either attracted to a mission or you're attracted to a person with a mission. And you know, there's an old adage in the fundraising world that people don't give to causes; 
they give to good people with good causes. And so when you're in relationship with people who you know are working because they're working for the mission, they want to achieve something. And if you're interested in that mission, then the, then if you say, if you use the word sell, the sell is easy. Come join us. We can do so much more together and so much more effectively. Um, maybe it's going to take a little longer if we do it together than if we just go off and try these things by ourselves. But it's going to be better in the end. We're going to achieve much greater things. Do you get a gut feeling? Is there, is there, when you meet with somebody, are you like, this is probably going to work. This, this is it. Or do you have that dinner, shake hands and go home and start researching and then maybe have another dinner with them? So a wise person would go home and research and then have another dinner, but uh-huh. uh, I'm too old school for that. So <laughs> if the gut feels like this is right, then I pursue it until the person can't say no. <laughs> um, and, and so at this point, how long has George been a part of SVP? George has been a part of SVP for uh, probably two years or so. Okay. All right. Now, do you know where these organi- where these relationships are going to go when you first develop them? Do you have an idea in your head of what you want to do when you make a partner uh, like you did with George? Or is this one of those things where you make that contact and then you just let it evolve naturally over time? Yeah, I don't ever try to predict where it'll go, but I do know that good things happen when good people come together and something is going to emerge out of that that is going to be really significant, that's going to be way beyond those two individuals or those five individuals or those 100 individuals. Greatness is going to occur because they're together and because something has emerged from the conversations, from the passion, from the interest, from the resources. And so we are completely open to what emerges from those. And and that's where we really hold true to our social venture part in our name, right? We, we believe very much in socializing with one another, bringing people together to enjoy one another's talents, one another's company, and the goodness of one another. And out of that, some great venture is going to happen. Tony Flayo is the CEO of Social Venture Partners Dallas, their website, socialventurepartnersdallas.org. I really want to thank you for uh, returning. I am very happy to be back. Thank you for asking. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.